Hello, everyone, and welcome to EPMI Cast. I'm Alex Cadet, today's host, and today we have a special episode for everybody. Uh, a few weeks ago, we went to K-Scope 22 and connected with a bunch of EPM thought leaders, and today we have Nick Baronski from Oracle on with us today. Nick Baronski was a K-Scope speaker, uh, he's an Oracle ACE alum, and he's an EPM solutions consultant for Oracle currently. Also, we have Mini Parikh, our Senior Vice President of Operations with us. And in this session, we'll talk about account reconciliations. Uh, we'll talk about Nick's experience. We'll talk about uh, account reconciliation use cases, new features, and more. So please subscribe and rate EPMiCast on your streaming platforms. And I hope you enjoy the show. Nick, thanks for coming on the show. My pleasure. My pleasure. I actually, I was thinking a little bit about this before coming on, and I think this is the first podcast I've ever, I've ever done. So thanks for having me on. Awesome. That's great to hear. We also have Minnie on the call. Uh, Minnie, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, Nick, it's great to speak with you. Uh, we know each other from just the, the Oracle EPM community. Um, but yes, I'm the Senior Vice President of Operations at EPMI. And um, as many of you know, very passionate about account reconciliations, in addition to all of the other EPM products, but definitely account reconciliations. And um, we really launched in deep into account reconciliations uh, six, seven years ago with the uh, venture into the cloud from the on-premise arm to ARCs uh, transition. So uh, yes, great to be here with you, Nick. All right. Well, Nick, we met at Casco 22 uh, a couple of weeks back um, and we yep. invited you on the show. Um, so I just want to learn a little bit more about you um and so our audience knows a little bit more about who we're talking with today uh yeah. so do you want to go into your background your role at, at oracle all things like that yeah happy to happy to so uh my role at oracle is uh, as a solution engineer specializing in the cloud epm suite so uh it's a, a role that essentially is problem solving if i'm being perfectly honest so it's helping customers um understanding some of the the challenges that they are going through as they you know modernize their financial processes and how we can partner with them to alleviate some of those pains and gain some of the efficiencies that they're looking for specifically within cloud epm um and as a part of that role uh certainly there's a uh, you know a pre-sales demo element to it uh for kind of bread and butter of what we do every day but there's also another element of engaging with the community kind of like what we're doing now you know like what Minnie had talked about participating in kscope participating in cloud customer connect going to the local meetups um and seeing how are things going on the partner side how are things going on the customer side um, so uh, I'm very fortunate to to be working at Oracle and to have a lot of variety with uh, it, with what I get to do every single day. Nice, and I I know that uh, we talked about that you were on the implementation side, and then you also were an Oracle Ace. Now you're an Oracle Ace alum. Could you That's right. talk a little bit more about the program and what that all means? 
Yeah, happy to. So like you said, Alex, prior to joining Oracle, which was April of last year, so 2021, uh, I had done implementations for about 10 years prior to that uh, with a, a platinum consulting company. So I certainly have a, a, a good understanding of what it takes to get these uh, software uh, up and running, um, specifically on, on the closing consolidations and account reconciliation side. Uh, and yeah, as a part of my work there, I was very fortunate to receive an Oracle ACE recognition from Oracle uh, at the time. So the Oracle ACE program, for those who might not be aware, are uh, is a program for those who simply are very passionate uh, and have demonstrated expertise within their respective technologies. So the ACE program is not EPM specific, it's not ERP specific. And in fact, through that program, I've actually made a lot of friends in the database community, in the Apex community, uh, you know, totally separate technologies, uh, but tangentially related. Um, so uh, I, I was a part of that program for many years, but uh, uh, unfortunately, one of the small downsides to coming to Oracle is that the Oracle Ace uh, program is really for those outside of Oracle. So as you mentioned, Alex, I've been moved over to the alumni, uh, the alumni role, but uh, I'm, I'm very passionate about the community and, and what they're doing. And like I said, it was it was a huge honor for me to to receive that. Yeah, and we we met a lot of people uh, at K-Scope that were Oracle Aces, mm -hmm. uh, like what you said, uh, people in Apex, people in EPM. Um, so it was a whole mix of people and it was, it was great yeah. to connect with the community there. Um, and you also had a couple of presentations. Um, could you, that relate to ARCs um, and account reconciliation. So do you yeah. want to go into a little bit about what, what you t talked about? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to. So at K-Scope this past year, I had two presentations uh, that I presented on. The first uh, was on uh, enterprise data management feeding new account reconciliation combinations to account reconciliations in the cloud. So when new accounts are created uh, within the general ledger and need to be accounted for within the account reconciliation solution, you know, how do we go about that? So I talked a little bit about some of the options that are available to us today directly within account reconciliations. But one of the coolest things about, uh, uh, you know, understanding the EPM suite as a whole is that there's a lot of different components to it. And one of those really cool components is enterprise data management, which can be used to centrally manage that process, not only for the general ledger chart of accounts, which most of the time is what we're thinking of, or just within consolidations or planning, but within account reconciliations as well. So really, that was kind of like a little bit of a, hey, you can do this type of a session. But really, my hope, and frankly, this is kind of my hope with all of my webinars, with all of my case scope sessions, is that people uh, much smarter, much more clever than me will take those ideas and, and, and run with it, right? Um, just kind of introducing some new concepts. But then hopefully, uh, this is, you know, the base building blocks for even even more streamlined ways to approach this. So Nick, um, on that topic, you know, one of the interesting things and, and benefits of the tools, I'm sure you know, is the workflow capability and all of mm -hmm. the 
the um, the properties and the people involved uh, right. as part of account reconciliation. So um, how do you feel about the way EDM interacts with ARCs in that regard? You know, do yeah. you get any feedback on that, that, hey, it's not just about assigning, you know, members in a hierarchy. We have to have decisions made, you know, when new accounts are added and things like that. Yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot that needs to be accounted for when it comes to making sure that everything is being handled for the account reconciliation solution as a whole. Certainly, the different properties that you had mentioned, uh, many and collaborating with with the different folks. But strategically, I think aligning all of the different downstream applications or reporting applications is probably the biggest win for customers. I mean, it, it simply is a big risk for companies to not be aligned in their metadata structures. And that's a good point you bring up, too, about, you know, um, not only the people being involved, but this higher expectation of efficiency. Yeah right? And a central place to really have that change control process. And so you're absolutely correct um, with many customers launching into other business processes, enterprise data management, account recs, and financial close areas. It's a huge area of uh, improvement and also um, being able to take that time and put into other activities. But coming back to workflow, um, that does bring another you know question up that oftentimes customers ask us. So why can't we use, you know, the ERP to perform our account? Yeah. You know, what is it when it comes to workflow and quality of the process and the insights that you gain and the control that you have? And I'm sure other factors um, that you would, you know, talk to them about, you know, what's your feedback to customers like that? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I think at the end of the day, it's always both, right? So these are deeply integrated processes. And when you look at the look at the capabilities within, you know, Oracle Cloud GL or Oracle Cloud Financials, there's awesome stuff there. Like there, there's really fantastic stuff there that is tangentially related to the account reconciliation piece. You think about what the cash management subledger is capable of doing, bringing in that BAI file. Similarly, we can bring it in in account recs, but this happens a little bit earlier on in the process, potentially, uh, if you're doing those types of reconciliations within the general ledger or fixed asset clearings, right? So there are certain types of reconciliations that are uh, kind of a natural part to compiling the financials every month. But at the end of the day, you want to have a centralized repository so that you can easily hand that package off to auditors. So the question becomes, okay, under what circumstances am I performing a reconciliation in one area versus another? And even in the situations where some of those reconciliations are performed the hard work is performed in the general ledger, you still want that reconciliation in account reconciliations at the end of the day so that you can have that, that nice reporting package, right? That we can uh, extract out and send that over to, uh, we can send that over to auditors or to management or whoever, whoever needs to actually see that reconciliation. So it's both, right? At the end of the day, it's both. But I think that Account reconciliation does a good job of being that centralized place. And then, you know, if I were to piggyback on that one more, one other piece, uh, companies are getting bigger and changing all of the time. So you think about mergers and acquisitions and making sure that your solution can scale as your company continues to scale. You know, our expectation is that our companies get bigger, not smaller, and you can't guarantee that 
you know, just slamming them into your general ledger is going to be an easy or painless process. So that is kind of the sweet spot for EPM companies that continue to grow and that want to have uh, a mindset of growth and have the capability to scale their technology to meet that growth. So you hit on something there about flexibility and that, like you said, that is um, a key benefit that customers are looking to gain, um, whether they're structural changes or business process changes or both changes in their chart of accounts. Um, but, you know, we've also seen now customers, as I've said, we, we used to implement ARM uh, 10 years ago and then ARCs uh, in the cloud or account reconciliations. We've seen customers onboard different business processes because of how flexible account Rex is. Yeah. Um, an example of that is one of our customers who is an oil and gas uh, services company, and they started using account Rex. They had um, balance sheet uh, reconciliations, just pure yep. compliance. And they started using them for AFEs, so um, approvals for the expenses, the authorizations. And so that workflow um, was something that they said this would be great to set up as an account, and we could track the approvals and all of the expenses against an AFE. What kind of thoughts, sir, what are you hearing? You know, you've been in the industry a while. What are you hearing from, from your customers and the community around alternative use cases? Yeah, that's that's a great question. So, you know, when we think about the account reconciliation process, everyone tends to think about, you know, the month end uh, substantiation process for their balance sheet accounts. And while that's absolutely a, a, a key and important use case, the fact that we do not charge for transactions, that we don't charge for Uh, or that you have unlimited uh, additional environments as needed, allows us to offer uh, a a more comprehensive reconciliation solution, even beyond those month-end reconciliation processes. So, you know, many, one of the ones that we had talked about at K-Scope was, you know, even coming up with a standard way to perform the historical data reconciliation for customers moving from, say, an on-premises system like Hyperion Financial Management to consolidations in the cloud, you know, we would be able to utilize the tool for those types of transaction matching at the detailed intersection level, which I think would, you know, if you find any way to streamline a historical uh, data validation (laughs) solution, uh, everybody is always on board for that because it's such a cumbersome process. Uh, Other things that I've seen are you know, some of the more operational reconciliations. So you have IT folks who are responsible for validating data as it moves across the different systems, uh, maybe to uh, uh, some sort of reporting cube or to a data lake or something like that. Uh, We have IT folks who are using account reconciliation, specifically transaction matching for that validation, going through millions of records at a transactional level, sometimes at a balance level on a daily basis. And they can simply do that because, you know, from a pricing standpoint, we don't care. They don't care. So, you know, it comes down to uh, imagination, ultimately. Um, you know, that that's just a couple of examples that I've seen. You know, I've demoed in the past some examples for reconciliations for uh, out of profitability and cost management. I had created kind of a series with uh, one of my friends and former colleagues, Andrew LaFerla, on that. Um, there's... I think a lot of different opportunities that are available to our customers and our partners as well to come up with unique ways that we can utilize the solution that 
um, frankly, just give our customers better value, right? Because they're not paying extra for it. It just is available. It simply is available to them if there's the appetite to take a look at it. And that makes sense as you know, we hear about Oracle as, you know, K-Scope, there was the Oracle Symposium and we heard about a lot of new features around um, IPA or intelligent process automation and machine learning. Um, So just to be clear, the customers are not upcharged whenever these enhancements are added, but um, (laughs) what kind of outlook do you see as a result of these features aside from expanding use cases, but also around efficiency and insights and getting proactive compliance out of, out of these tools. Yeah. So insights is uh, revolutionary, frankly, and you heard a little bit about this. I think you guys had spoken with Mark Seewald on the product management side, uh, maybe a few weeks or a few months back. Uh, insights is absolutely fantastic. So it's the capability to have the solution um, sift through millions of records to identify anomalies or discrepancies. So from a you know technology situation, it properly exists within you know planning cloud. Uh, we really only think about the solution as an indica- in, uh, sorry integrated suite. So identifying anomalies uh, within your data at a transactional level uh, is something that is useful for the account reconciliation folks as well. And as the solution continues to improve uh, every single month, adding new features, like you had mentioned, Minnie, uh, you know, there's going to be uh, benefits kind of across the board. You know, something that has been perhaps hinted at, you know, that we would, of course, ultimately like is a machine learning aspect to matching rules, right? So right now we have confirmed matches and suggested matches and and certainly the the unmatched ones that need to be manually performed. But in the future, what we would really love to see, at least I would love to see from the solution is suggested rules for how, what, what should those matching rules be in the future? You know, after going through X number of cycles, can we get rules begin to be suggested to us, not just the matches themselves? So I think that there's absolutely, you know, continued growth in the space. It's already really impressive where the solution currently is. But I mean, I I think we're at the the tip of the iceberg. Um, You know, something tangentially related is Gary Chrissy, a Oracle Ace, (laughs) an Oracle Ace at uh, GE had presented, oh, geez, this was probably like a year and a half ago at this point, on building an intercompany solution off of Oracle blockchain. So essentially creating a distributed ledger to perform that reconciliation piece automatically. Uh, have we even, you know, started to look at at what, you know, blockchain technology would mean for the EPM suite? So, uh, like, it's really a fantastic time to be in this, you know, fintech space uh, and specifically related with the Oracle software because there's just so much growth. There's just so much R&D that's happening every single month. It's a really exciting time to be a part of all of it. Absolutely. And um, we're really excited to see more of our customers take advantage of, you know, these new features. Obviously, you know, we, we talk a lot about crawl, walk, run, fly, and to see that- Yeah, we're very much in the fly. We're in the fly conversation (laughs) at the moment, but (laughs) absolutely. But it's exciting to to help customers get on this journey and know that, you know, Oracle and the product engineering and the solution engineering teams are are helping solve these problems every day. So thank you so much for for shedding some light on that. Of course, of course. Well, uh, 
Thank you, Minnie, and for, for all the great questions and, and Nick for the conversation. This has been great. Um, you're welcome back anytime, Nick. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll take you up on that. <laughs>